Power 98.7 Podcast. You're listening to Apelele Somi on Power 98.7. Now, we're talking. Indeed, there is 25 minutes before 2 o'clock. Power Lunch and Power 987. A Tuesday today, and as usual, it's our personal finance Tuesdays. Gerald Mwandiambira in the studio with us. He's certified financial planner, and we're talking about retirement. So I can imagine that, you know, uh, you want to live the same quality or degree of quality of life that you enjoy today. You know, maybe you're living on a salary of about 20,000 rand, uh, but as time goes on, things get more expensive, there are more demands, more and more demands. Uh, but but will you be able to live as comfortably after retirement? Uh, a very, very serious question. And we are asking that to you. You know, what kinds of plans have you made? Uh, what are you currently doing to make sure that you are able to live comfortably uh, after your retirement? I mean, if you've spent 40, 50 years working tirelessly, the re- the, the decent thing that you can do for yourself uh, is, is really just have a good retirement life. If you want to travel, you shouldn't be restricted by lack of funds, you know. So the kind of life and luxury that you want you should be able to afford after working for four decades and five decades and all you get uh, for it companies giving you watches for long service training or whatever long service in the company or whatever you know you want to be able to live comfortably so that is what we're talking about today financial planning for your retirement have you done anything significant to make sure that you're able to uh, enjoy the same quality of life post retirement we'd love to hear from you on 0861987000 Gerald how are you Good afternoon, Apelele, and good afternoon to all the Power FM listeners. Glad that you could be here for this very important conversation. Uh, tell me, uh, do people actually start practically thinking about retirement when they are young? Do you think it only hits us maybe uh, after 40 by age? Yes, in actually, maybe I should start doing something. But when we are young, when we're in our 20s and we're starting to work, we don't really think that much about it. Definitely, Apelele. I think it's because we kind of think like Africans and yeah. as Black Africans, we don't really consider our financial planning as a big priority Mm. because traditionally we have dependent on family and your children are usually a retirement plan, but things have changed. That's why I want five of them. (laughs) Well, your your five children could end up in the U.S. and obviously that then causes serious problems. Mm. So as we always talk on Personal Finance Tuesdays, we're all about financial planning. And remember, financial planning has two branches. There's today and tomorrow. Today is about your income protection, about your debt consolidation, health cover, disability Mm -hmm. cover, Mm -hmm. and tomorrow is about your retirement planning, savings and investment planning. And today we're talking about tomorrow, which is your retirement planning and unfortunately people simply don't start preparing early enough yeah and let's first define retirement yeah according to south african law retirement is basically when you stop working early retirement 55 so at 55 years old you can retire and most people however wait until 65 for the simple reason that they started saving for retirement too late yeah Uh, another reason for disability is often disablement so you never really factor that in and that's really hits a lot of people hard because they don't really think that they're going to get disabled Mm. and let's look at some numbers quickly for example if you want to save for six million rand retirement um, you need to really start saving as early as you can if you start saving at let's say 30 Mm -hmm. you basically need to save 92 rand a month no no 920 rand a month for for six million okay that's you, not too bad. That's not too bad. At 30, 920 rand a month is going to give you 6 million at retirement. If you wait until you're 35, it goes up to 1,170 rand. Mm-hmm. Wait until you're 40, it goes up to 3,000 rand. Yeah. If you wait until you're 45, 
goes up to 6,000 Rand. If you wait until you're 50, it goes up to a delicious 11,000 Rand a month. If you wait until you're 55, when you should really be retiring, you need to be saving 25,000 Rand a month. Mm. What these numbers are showing you is that from as little as 920 when you are 30, yeah. it can go up to 25,000 Rand when you're 55. So that's why you need to start really preparing early. Yeah. And the reason this happens is this thing called compounding of, in, of money. So basically, the money you invest early reinvests itself and yeah. it starts working for itself and it really becomes alive. Mm. And that's how people plan for retirement. You need yeah. to start early, rule number one. Mm -hmm. There's products in terms of how to prepare for retirement. Okay. Um, traditionally, most people have a pension or provident fund, which a company helps you to contribute towards. Is that enough? It is definitely not enough. Okay. But it is something which most people do use. Mm. Um, usually, you know, you get these products... They're not enough. You need a retirement annuity as well. This is now a voluntary pension product. Yeah. Pension is also sometimes known as an annuity. Mm -hmm. And that's the income you re to receive when you retire. And the laws have actually been changed to, to benefit us. So basically, if you make contributions, they're tax deductible. So up to 27.5% of your total income, you can contribute towards retirement. And it's tax deductible up to 350,000 rand per annum. Mm. So you f if you really want to use uh, a tax avoidance measures, that's one of the ways. Put the money towards your retirement. Mm. And these are the things as financial planning professionals, we're trying to get out there to say, let's consider retirement and take it seriously. Otherwise, you do bear the risk of becoming part of the sandwich generation and praying and relying on children who you might not have raised well enough. Yeah. We are talking about uh, planning for your retirement. Uh, what have you done? What are some of the strides that you have made? You can share your story with us by calling the power line on 0861 uh, How seriously do you take it? Uh, <laughs> have you started thinking along those lines? We'd love to hear from you. You can tweet at parafim987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. Tweet at Spongile underscore G. Gerald in the studio uh, with us. If you have some questions, uh, feel free to take advantage of his uh, being here. So I'm pretty sure that you've heard a lot of People say that, Ish, yes, uh, thinking about this whole retirement thing, what if I don't even make it to 60? So I might as well just spend my money now. Essentially, the money you do put aside will be given to your beneficiaries. So yeah. by putting that money aside, it's not going to disappear. Okay. It's, it's not an insurance product. This is a savings product right. where you're saving for your own retirement. The money remains yours all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And should you pass away before that time, that money will simply be given to your nominated beneficiaries. Okay. The reason why we retire is because we have this thing called inflation. Mm -hmm. So a loaf of bread in 1985 was one rand. <laughs> okay. In 2005, it was five rand. Mm. Just 10 years later, it's now 10 rand. And it's, it's going up. That's yeah. if you're talking government bread, the one they bake in the supermarket. And I know people like yourself, Apelele, and most of the Power FM listeners yeah. like the bouncy bread, which you drop your cell phone on and it bounces back <laughs> up and it keeps its shape. Yeah. That's 15 rand a loaf. Mm. And this is all because of inflation. Right. So that's part of the reason why when you do plan for retirement, you can't simply put the money in the bank and hope it grows. Yeah. It has to beat inflation mm. and still retain the same value yeah. when you retire. Because remember, you said that you want to maintain the same quality of life yeah. when you retire as you had when you were working because you don't retire from life. Right. Right. retire from a job mm. but you still need to have things to do you still need to keep yourself busy yeah and that, that's part of the reason a problem you often find with most black people is that when you retire because you realize you don't have enough 
before your retirement, you decide to take a gamble. You decide, I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I want to start a business with my retirement money. Mm. Terrible decision because if you were working for 40 years and you didn't even have the idea to sell sweets in the office or sell <laughs> scones, what makes you think that at 65 when you have less energy, you're going to be a great business person. Mm. So those are some of the critical key mistakes people make, but it's because people are not working with a financial plan. Yeah. They're doing financial hope. Yeah, financial hope. You are so cool, hush. Is there a way in which we can track, uh, you know, projections as far as, I mean, if I'm working for a company and they're giving me retirement annuity and all of that, and I'm making that contribution every month, is there a way that I can track uh, how much is going to total at the end of the day? Uh, you know, if, if I do decide to retire at 55, which is, you know, I think is desirable, um, am I able to see the projections now as to what I'd be looking at? And maybe in time for me to, to seek other alternatives in terms of saving for my retirement. Definitely. Okay. Um, you can get that information from your provident fund in terms of what they project the, your amount will be mm -hmm. based on current investment returns. Okay. You can also sit down with a certified financial planning professional, mm -hmm. tell them exactly what you want at retirement, mm -hmm. and they work backwards. And okay. that's how retirement is done. Okay. Retirement is done by saying, look, I want to earn 50,000 rand a month when I retire. Mm. But it's not we're really planning 50,000 rand at today's value. We're yeah. working on the future value right. of that money. So firstly, we project what the future value of 50,000 Rand will be in the mm -hmm. future. Mm -hmm. We factor in inflation and the investment growth and then we come back with a figure which relates to now. Silo is calling from uh, Sasselberg. Welcome, Silo. Hello. Uh, okay. I just want to, I just uh, had a discussion with my financial advisor mm. regarding uh, retirement and then, I uh, okay, I'm 45 now. Yeah. And then she was looking into me saving three thousand rand, but geez, I see, I, I I saw it like it is huge, mm. but we settled for five hundred rand. I just want to know from your client there, from 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 your client there, from your guest, I mean, uh, that uh, what is the implication if it is that that little? So, what, so what you, so you moved with with your financial uh, planner who advised three thousand rand, and you moved from three thousand, and you're making a contribution of five hundred rand. Of five hundred rand, and the other uh, contribution was investment, uh, investment saving money. Okay. And for retirement, I went for five hundred. So I like to know because according to the numbers that he said, look, it looks like it is two paltry, and then like I want to know what what are implications going forward. Got you. Like Got you. 100%. Thanks for that call. Silo in Sasselberg. You can also call us on the power line on 0861-987-000. Tweet some of your questions uh, and your comments and also share some of the things that you have gone to do to plan for your retirement. We'd love to hear from you. Tweet at PowerFM987. Tweet at Miss Apelele as well at uh, Swongile underscore G. Gerald? Um, Silo, I'm still I'm doing your calculation as we speak. So, I'm on the calculator, so let's take another call and I'll give him okay. the difference between his 500 rand and his 3,000. All right. Patience is calling from Pretoria. Welcome, Patience. Yeah, hello, Apelele, and hello to your guests and listeners as well. Hi there. Um, I, I, I just want to ask your guest. I am a South African and I worked for a, a company, an international company, and the pension fund is a fund that is overseas in Geneva. Mm -hmm. So when I retired early, early, early last year, 
I was only given a portion of my of my, of my of the money that was invested into the into the fund. Mm. And now I, this is a company that is in Geneva. Yeah. I have a, my own retirement thing that I did here in South Africa, and I wanted the funds transferred. Yeah. But unfortunately, I've been through pillar and post, you know, mm. trying to get my funds because I, I really feel this is my money yeah. and I wanted to pay off my home. Mm. I wanted to live a comfortable life. Yeah. But now I don't have access to those funds. And all I am getting from this fund, it's $200 a month, which is just way below what I had anticipated. And the company that I worked for say, no, you can just talk to the pension fund and so on and so on. And I feel that I have been unfairly treated in this instance. How can he help me to, to and, and, and in terms of guidance and advice? Wow. Uh, do, you, do you have questions uh, or should patients listen over the radio? Patients can listen over the radio, but really patients, what you need to do is to sit down with a certified financial planning professional like myself. Uh, my details will be shared after the show. It depends on the pension fund rules of each country. Mm-hmm. In, in some countries, they have strict rules that don't allow you to basically take the money out of that jurisdiction elsewhere. and take it elsewhere. Mm. Sometimes there are rules where they allow you withdrawals, etc. Yeah. So what we need to do is look at the Swiss environment and mm-hmm. see how it applies. And also, if we have a double taxation agreement with Switzerland, how that will impact on your money in terms of moving it. Because one of the big implications of retiring is that you do pay tax. Mm. Um, you can't get away from it. Yeah. But obviously, with a, uh, a prudent financial plan, you can avoid tax as much as you can or at least factor it in. Mm-hmm. Now, back to Silo. Silo is 45 mm-hmm. and he's contributing 500 yeah. a month. And yeah. he's probably going to retire at 65. The bad news, Silo, is that if you take save 500 rand a month at an annual rate of return of 10%, you're going to get yourself 343,000 rand when you retire. Okay, If you take your financial plan as a advice of contributing 3,000, you're going to have 2 million rand. Okay, mm. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it's a lot of money now, but it's even more money when you look at it in terms of your retirement, you're looking yeah. at the difference between 350,000 and 2 million rand. And the difference is simply 1,500, which you can sacrifice and put aside now. Mm-hmm. So I would say rather go with the advice of a financial planner. Yeah. Make sure that you have sufficient funds because when you retire, what tends to happen is this. If you're in a pension or provident fund, you provident fund you can receive all your money and you decide what you want to do with it yeah. with a pension fund two-thirds of it has to go into this thing called an annuity which is a product which allows you to receive an income through life there's two types of annuity a life annuity and a living annuity mm-hmm. life annuity guarantees you a set payment for the rest of your life now i'll ask you a question here Apelele. how much do you think you get from an annuity when you've got a million? Because a lot of people retire and they get a million rand. Mm. How much do you think a million rand will give you every month when you retire? Just take a round, a guess. I actually have no idea. I'm, I'm quite bad with math, so... <laughs> any number. Any number a I month. I don't know. 30,000? I don't know. It's not going to give you 30,000. <laughs> I don't know. For the rest of your life, a million, depending on which product you use from which life company, will only give you between four and 5,000 rand. Wow. So those people who think they're millionaires, they've made it, yeah. it won't get you far. So that's why if you are planning on retirement, 
you should be looking at the big numbers, mm. the five, the six million, yeah. so that you can have a decent income, which is comparable to the life you're living right now. Mm. So retirement shouldn't be taken for granted. Sure. Children are there, yes, but they can't be your retirement plan. We're talking planning for your retirement. What are some of the strides that you have made? What are the things that you are doing to make sure that you live as comfortably, if not more so, uh, post-retirement? 0861-987-000. There are some tweets. I'm going to be reading those in just a second. But first, let's go to Gordon calling from Pretoria. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Apelele. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Um, Look, I just have a question for um, your guest in the studio. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find out that, um, you know, I'm currently like, um, I'm at, I'm 38 years old. Yeah. So, and I have a bond. I bought a house like two years back mm. of about 1.8. Mm. So I want to find out that um, what impact does it have if one is to cash in their retirement and pay off their bond? So will that have like a serious negative impact on my actually financial prospects going forward? Brilliant question. Uh, thanks, Gordon. And and I was going to get to that. Uh, people who cash their retirement funds and, and uh, you know, that was also in the news recently talking about a law that's going to prevent people from doing so, ca- cashing their, their, their retirements before time. So Gordon talking about uh, the impact of that, uh, you know, cashing in his retirement so that he can settle his bond and, and, and. Okay. Basically, cashing in of funds. If you're within a retirement annuity, you can't cash it in. Until you retire. Retirement annuity is exactly that. It's mm-hmm. for you at retirement. So you can forget about that money until you're at least 55. Okay. Same thing with money in a pension fund. Mm-hmm. Money in a pension fund is locked in there. You can only, if you move from employer to employer, move it, transfer. For, transfer it to a preserver. Because a pension fund has to have an employer-employee relationship. Once you leave the employer, they have to give you the money. But because it's in a, a pension fund, you have to put it into a preserver. Okay. What's... What he was talking about is really his money being in a provident fund. Provident. Mm -hmm. With a provident fund, when the employer-employee relationship is terminated, you automatically are eligible to, or you can ask to receive the money as a lump sum. And the law, which didn't come into play and has been postponed to next year, was basically converting um, a lot of the new money going into provident funds from this year into the pension fund environment to protect people from themselves. Because sometimes we do need protection from ourselves. Taking your money from your provident fund to pay off your bond, I should ask you the question, you're still working, mm-hmm. you're 38, you're healthy, you're active. The bank gave you a bond because they know you, you can work for 20 years, which is until you're 58. My advice is simply be stay working, wait until you're 58 and let the money grow mm-hmm. in the environment um, where it's in. Because remember, when money is, invented, is invested for, for pension or retirement purposes rather, it has tax benefits in those funds. Right. So the investors, the asset managers actually benefit in terms of not paying as much tax as they would in other investments. This allows your money to grow more, which means that even when you do retire and pay some tax, your money has had the maximum opportunity to grow over time. So my simple advice to you, Gordon, is hang in that fund. Don't cash in to pay off your bond. Yeah, and, and it's heavily taxed anyway. Uh, we have Ngaleni calling us. We have Moses. We also have Lazarus. Let's first go to Ngaleni. Welcome. <coughs> hi, hi. Absolutely. Just want to ask the gentleman there, um, you know, we've got life cover, right? So yeah. my understanding of life cover is that it covers you and then when you die, you know, um, your, your, your beneficiaries can then benefit could possibly pay the house and stuff like that. Mm. And typically this life cover comes with things like your dreaded disease, your disability. 
Now, I want to understand because we pay quite a, quite a huge uh, amount nowadays. I can give you an example. Uh, mine was 1,700 in total, right, with, with old mutual. Yeah. Now, in terms of what happens, <laughs> what happens if I, I'm alive until I'm 65? What happens to that money that I've been putting in there? Mm. Brilliant question. And in fact, I have a similar question on Twitter from Hoitsi. Uh, yeah. Thank you for this call. Very, very good question. Uh, we'll get Gerald's response in, uh, response in just a second. Let's first go to Moses in Centurion. Hi, Moses. Hello, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, I don't know if you will get me very well. I'm driving. We get you 100% clear. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I've got a question regarding the uh, retirement. Um what happens if I, I, I invest for five years and then um, in the interim I, then maybe I lose a job or I don't have uh, enough income just to continue paying my premiums? Did you get that, uh, Gerald? Um, can I ask you, Moses, invest in what type of product are you talking about? I'll listen on the radio. Okay. Moses. All right, uh, we'll we'll get that response in just a second. Let's first take Lazarus in Kempton Park. Hi, Lazarus. Hi, yes, the Hi. Yes, my question is that um, uh, the same scenario of the guy who who was supposed to be contributing three thousand and is contributing five hundred. In my case, I prefer more to invest in in property. Say, for example, in my case, uh, like I I've got a retirement um, annuity or pension fund that I pay minimal, but instead of committing such a, a, a lot of money, close to 3000 in retirement. I invest in properties. I get a, a tenant, and yeah. you know, like uh, at the same time, uh, like they're paying, they're paying that uh, property off. And um, I mean, like, yeah, basically, I just need to check. Would that be the best? I'm mean, like the worst financial uh, decisions, you know, keep on, you know, like investing in, in mm-hmm. properties instead of over investing in retirement and into products. Great question. Uh, thank you so much. That's Lazarus uh, calling from Kempton Park. Let's first uh, talk about Lazarus' uh, question. Is it better to just keep investing rather than, you know, putting it in a retirement fund? Okay. Basically, what you need is a financial plan. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong in terms of where you invest the money. What you do need to have is a direction and a set goal and someone to guide you along the way. Okay. So essentially, if you do have a financial planning professional who's done the numbers, the projections, and looking at your retirement property is a potential investment vehicle which is an alternative to a retirement annuity mm-hmm. you're talking investment property here not the property you're living in okay? yeah yeah so that could work out for you so a simple answer to lazarus is there's no wrong answer as long as someone is guiding you and you have a strategy in place and this is part of your holistic financial plan mm-hmm. this could be one of the elements in your financial plan for example if you've left it late and you don't want to contribute a high amount, it's all part of the strategy. So all listeners must bear in mind is if you have that strategy, it can have different components, Mm -hmm. a retirement annuity, it can have a pension or provident fund, it can have other investments, shares, it can have anything, but really the gospel news today is simply get someone to help you make those decisions. Now, Nalini, your question around life cover, what happens if I... I don't die. If I live. If I live. (laughs) Okay, I think we need to get something clear um, to all the listeners in that there's a difference between a life policy, which is an insurance product, Mm -hmm. and retirement um, savings products, which you're saving your money for retirement, you get it back. An insurance product is about 
pulling people's risk and if you die you will definitely get paid mm-hmm. for example if he took out his insurance policy he's paying three thousand a month six months later he dies he receives five million mm-hmm. however he's only paid eighteen thousand into that product yeah that's what they call insurance pooling of risk savings products will always give you back what you have put in plus any investment growth less any tax yeah so that's what you need to bear in mind insurance is a savings product in that if you were to die you receive money you would not have been able to mm. receive mm. so it does form part of a savings strategy yeah. but it is a risk product all right uh, l- hold that thought uh, we're going to keep you for a little bit longer if uh, you don't mind uh, gerald mondi ambira joining us uh, in the studio as we're talking about planning for your retirement uh, and i can see ndomga you say is uh, calling we're going to take that call right after uh, the news and i can see some of your tweets but do keep your tweets coming through your questions and maybe uh, your comments around retirement and things that you have gone uh, to do to plan for your retirement you can tweet at parafim987 tweet at miss apelele as well at Spongile underscore G. It is two o'clock now. We're going to take a peek as to what is happening in your latest news with Mpositol. Power Lunch with Apelele Somi. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. on Power 98.7. Now, we're talking. It's seven minutes past two o'clock, the second and final hour of Power Lunch on Power 987, talking about financial planning for your retirement. Gerald Mwandiambira in the studio with us, certified financial planner. Uh, and I see Smusiso saying that uh, Gerald must answer. He must answer. Do you get the insurance money if you don't die until you are very old? Do you? Yes or no? Okay, the short answer to, to his question is that an insurance product is really income protection in the event of death, okay? Mm-hmm. So an insurance policy will only pay when you die. Mm-hmm. You have to die in order for <laughs> your insurance pro- policy to die, yeah. to, come, to come in. Yeah. So when you turn 65, you haven't died. Yeah. All you have done is you've, you no longer have a source of income. Yeah. Back to the reality, you need a financial planner because you still need to pay those premiums yeah. on that life policy that should you die after you're 65, it pays out to whoever you had nominated mm-hmm. as your beneficiaries. Okay. So the short answer is, unless you die, you're not going to see a cent of that money because it's an insurance product. It's not a savings product. And yeah. I think this is why we have shows like Personal Finance Tuesday so that people start to understand there's a difference between insurance and saving. Yeah. Insurance saves you from a loss, yeah, which can happen at any time. Pretty much like car insurance. Exactly. Right? But it doesn't pay you. So it's like saying, if I sell the car, do I get all the insurance back, yeah. which I paid while I had the car? You okay. don't. Okay. Now, Moses' question, he said, he co- if he contributes for five years into a product, I assume a retirement product, mm-hmm. and he goes into personal hardships, can he access that product? If that product was a provident fund and there was an employer-employee relationship, when he left employment, he could have received the whole amount. If, however, he took that money and put it into what they call a preserver, mm-hmm. under the law that money is protected and he can only make one withdrawal, otherwise you'll see it when he's 55. Same thing with the retirement annuity. Although it's a voluntary savings vehicle, you cannot take that money out because the way the product is structured under the law, the Pension Funds Act, mm-hmm. you can't access it. So I hope that answers Moses as well. All right. And Dombigayise uh, calling from Heidelberg. We have Bulilani in Centurion as well. But first, hi Ndombi. Hello, Apirere. Thank you for taking my call. A pleasure. Uh, 
I am 58 years of, of age mm-hmm. and I'm on temporary disability. Yeah. Uh, I just want to find out uh, because my health is it's, it's a, a little bit bad. Uh, I want to find out uh, if I go on medical pension, what's going to happen to my pension? If you go on, please repeat that for me. If I go on medical medical uh, boarding, okay. yes. What's going to happen is the uh, percentage that will be taken, or I'll get my pension as it is. All right, great question. Thank you so much for that call. Domgai is in Heidelberg. Bulelani in Centurion, welcome. Hi, Adelele, and how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my question is purely on the calculation that um, advisors uh, use to calculate the pension. For an example, let's say now, because now I'm 35, let's say I'm earning, I need uh, for my monthly, I need 5,000 rand. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So the calculation is always to say, now when I'm 60, how much I would need, how much would be 5,060. But my, my argument is to say, probably when I'm 60, I won't be having kids and house to pay and cars and mm. stuff like that. Mm. So it gets confusing to say, why is it not calculated based on how much I need when I'm 60 in terms of uh, the income? And yeah. purely because of, let's say, I would argue to say I would need food. Yeah. And I will only need maybe to travel and, yeah. and, and, and something like that. Great question. Thank you so much. Uh, Bulelani in Centurion, uh, let's perhaps start with that. Okay, Bulelani, basically there's this thing called the replacement ratio. Mm-hmm. When you sit down with a financial planning professional, what they're going to do is sit down with you and say, when you're 65, yes, you probably won't have a bond to pay. You won't have children's school fees, etc. Yeah. So they normally work with a figure of 75% of your last income taking away that 25% of the things which you currently need now. Right. You'll still need a car. you still need to get around. Because you're not working, you probably want things to do. So you actually yeah. need money for holidays, etc. Mm-hmm. So the general advice is 75% income replacement ratio. Mm-hmm. Although people who are really prudent in planning their matters go for 100%. So that's that's the answer to your question. You, you, you decide. Mm. It's you and your financial planner. You yeah. say, this is what I want to receive when I'm 65. Mm-hmm. You can actually say, I want more than I'm earning now yeah. all you need to do is sacrifice now for yourself in the future all right um Ntombi, you're saying that you're 58 and you're temporarily disabled mm-hmm. okay there's two things that can happen they're going to assess your health if your temporary disability exceeds i think six months they can call medical professionals mm-hmm. and if they declare you unable to continue to work mm-hmm. because you're already 58 they can actually place you on retirement okay. immediately okay. and you receive your money as though you have retired at 58. Mm -hmm. If you were below retirement age, what would normally happen is that part of your life cover in a group life environment as with an employer, you then go into a a special environment where you receive 75% of your income for the rest of your life. And in that 75%, they will normally contribute as per normal to your retirement fund. And basically, when you reach retirement age, you then retire as though you normally retired. That's if you were below 55, temporarily disabled, and then declared to be permanently disabled. Mm-hmm. However, your case is is unique. You're already past retirement age, and potentially the trustees can declare that you have retired, mm-hmm. or there is a possibility with your employer that they may say, okay, um, we can keep you as an employee and you receive 75% of your income mm-hmm. until you retire at 65. 
but the likely case is that they're going to give you retirement immediately. As a, a last question, in fact, I have a, another tweet that I'll read in just a second. But um, in terms of someone who is a freelancer or someone who uh, has gone into business, they are their own boss. What kinds of packages are available for someone like that who doesn't, you know, work for a company that will say here's a retirement, uh, you know, fund or, or, or a provident fund or all those kinds of things. So someone who's a freelancer, what exactly would you advise for them? Freelancers definitely need to have a financial planner more than anyone else because they have income that comes in lump sums. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's windfall. Sometimes it dries up. So they definitely need someone to guide them in the decisions they take. The retirement product for people who are freelancers or self-employed is a retirement annuity. Mm -hmm. It works exactly like a pension fund, except you are the pension fund. So you need to be really diligent really responsible yeah. and plan ahead in terms of your retirement. So more than anybody, you need uh, financial guidance from the likes of Gerald. Uh, Razor tweeting saying, uh, are retail savings bonds safe? Uh, and do they give better returns? Uh, that is 1 million rand returns are about 9k per month. I'm not uh, quite sure uh, exactly what he's getting at. But I think uh, primarily is just asking whether retail savings bonds are, are the best way to go. Again, I can't do it over the radio. We need to look at your holistic financial plan. We need to stop looking at ourselves in silos. You yeah. can't have investing one day, insurance mm. another day, mm. uh, healthcare another day. What you need is to get somebody who sits down and looks at your whole life, children who might be coming in the future, weddings which might happen, yeah. extended family responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And then we decide, is it really the best product for you? Because it also depends on your risk appetite. Right. If you're someone who doesn't mind a riskier product, probably a retail savings bond is not risky enough for you. Mm -hmm. But we need to sit down and really look at your holistic financial picture. That's what we need to do. Stop buying products. Sit down with someone who can actually look at the whole picture and then make recommendations based on what you would like. Got you, 100%. So the book was launched on Friday. Uh, How does it feel? It feels good. <laughs> so, so self-publishing a book is very hard. It's yeah. been a tough journey. I've heard. It's, it's, quite, it's quite trying on your emotions. It's, it's like being an, an independent musician. You yeah. basically don't have any record company, no one to help you. You yeah. do it on your own. Yeah. And I'm glad the book is out. It's called uh, Imaliami, Cheleteyaka, Micheld, My Money. And it's available um, right now on askgerald.co.za. That's A-S-K-G-E-R-A-L-D.co.za. It's not in the bookstores because the big record companies or big publishers <laughs> weren't interested at the time, yeah. but maybe in the future it, it might pop up there. Yeah. Um, and the book launch was also a good event in that I moved away from virtual financial planning in terms of being on radio, TV, and magazines mm-hmm. to actually having a wealth business. It's called Sugar Creek Wealth, and we're going to be giving real solutions for wealth for real people. And everyone with us is a high net worth individual because... When I'm done with you, you're going to be a high net worth individual. So get in touch. Let's start doing what we're doing on radio, real life, and give real testimonies of what we can do. AskGerald.co.za. That's uh, where people can uh, get in touch with you uh, for, you know, the book and, and whatever else. Correct? That is correct. AskGerald.co.za. Or if you're a Twitter fanatic, um, you can tweet me on at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. Let's start doing this. Let's give those testimonies. Wealth is within our reach because money is just a tool. But if you don't know how to use it, it's going to hurt you. That's Gerald Mwandi Ambira. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the next because this was a great, great conversation. Certified Financial Planner talking to us about retirement.